following program is pre-recorded. Welcome to Hope in the Night, late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help and on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. June, it's another round of Christmas trivia and you've promised to go easy on me. Is that right? Well, <laughs> well maybe. Sort of. <laughs> okay. What Rocky Mountain High singer, country singer, mm-hmm. was born New Year's Eve, 1943? That's John Denver. That has to be John Denver. And I always say and I, that, you know, he did a, a Christmas album with the Muppets. Mm. And mm. I always say, it's to me, it's not Christmas without John Denver and the Muppets. But I haven't oh. heard him yet this year. It just oh. You just reminded me. Thank you. That's well. why I'm not in the spirit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he and I Christmas share spirit. the same birthday, but he was yeah. older than me. So, but but um, you know, really made country cool. Yeah. I have to say that. Mm-hmm. Okay, what were Frosty's last words? It's something about "see you next year," but I can't think of the exact words. Yeah. Is and that we, right? Well, like when we go off the air, we'll be back again. You know, okay. the next day. Yeah. I mean, or next week, you know, Monday, but I'll be back again someday. Someday. Okay, but you you got the point. You Mm -hmm. got the point. Okay, I'm impressed. Traditionally, what song will you hear the most, most often, at Christmas time? Jingle Bells. Oh. (laughs) Well, what little, okay, make make it a Christmas carol. Okay. Um, Silent Night. Mm Mm-hmm. Got it without the music clue. Got oh, sorry. <laughs> Silent night, Stille Nacht. Oh, yes, and <laughs> this um, what uh, Dr. Joel Robert Poinsett, he made a contribution to the United States Christmas tradition. Poinsettia. Poinsettia. <laughs> that's right, and some people pronounce it all kinds of ways. Yes. And this is a beautiful song. A very meaningful song. A lot of people don't know it well, but listen to the words because they're poignant. Come to my heart, Lord Jesus. 
June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart have an exciting new resource to encourage you and equip you to help others. It's called the Care and Counsel Library, and it's available at hopefortheheart.org ccl. The Care and Counsel Library has 50 topics in 10 volumes with clear answers from God's Word and practical solutions to real-life issues. It is the culmination of decades of ministry from the compassionate, relevant guidance of June Hunt. This library includes volumes such as grief and loss, abuse and trauma, depression and suicide, and more. These are excellent training tools for counselors, life coaches, or anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom to address the real issues of life. Learn more and get the Care and Counsel Library at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. That's hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. 
Would you like to talk to June Hunt about a situation in your life? Consider having that conversation on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night and let June help you discover practical help that's grounded in God's truth. Your story will be heard on all of our radio affiliates. And of course, we protect your privacy by providing you with a different name. And as it happens often in our program, when you share your story, you might help someone else find biblical hope and practical help for their life. It's ministry multiplied. For an opportunity to talk with June Hunt on Hope in the Night about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or some other concern in your life, call 800-917. That's 800-644-4817. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call tonight. 800-917. 800-644-4817. Welcome back to Hope in the Night. I'm Jeff Oliver, and uh, we want to help you, and we want to help you help others. Our customer support team is available at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and uh, they'll help you to uh, access our resources. If you know of a title that you'd like to uh, to get from them, or if there's uh, maybe a topic you'd like to get some information on, a book or a free resource on our website, just talk to customer support. They'll point you in the right direction. That's 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. If there's a question you have, for June Hunt, if there's a situation that you'd like some insight on and talk with her on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night, call 800-Night-17. That's 800-N-I-G-H-T-1-7. And when you call, just leave a detailed message for us. We'll get back to you and just talk to you about what questions you might have and hopefully schedule you for an upcoming Hope in the Night. That's 800-Night-17, 800-644-4817. Uh, let's get to our caller for tonight, and uh, this evening we welcome back to our program a caller who listens online from New York. We welcome back Rachel. Well, my friend, I have thought about you, even though we only talked uh, just a couple of days ago, and uh, my heart's been with you because you said that you had lost your partner um, a-, a week ago, I mean, almost a little more than a week now and uh, to an overdose and you are 34 years old and you have um, a a one-year-old a two-year-old and then he had a nine-year-old and ten-year-old so in your in your home am I correct that there are four children uh, age 10 or younger Well, sweetheart, um, I think anyone who understands uh, loss would have great compassion for you because you were even trying to help him, uh, to encourage him uh, to try to, uh, uh, you know, when when there's an addiction, um, it, it has to be. Uh, I, I I think of it as okay. I've got to prepare myself. What whatever whatever the addiction is, it's like 
you have to prepare yourself and be committed to winning that war uh, to be victorious. And so I know you had a disagreement about it, but you were right because you were trying to do what was in his best interest. So when we talked, I want to make sure, are you understanding that you have nothing to feel guilty about because you were doing what was really most loving for him? Yes, I, I understand. Okay, and that's important because many, many times when we lose somebody on earth here in our in our lives, we can it it's very natural to say, Oh, if only I had if only I had done this, if only I had done that. And um sometimes we get stuck when we do that. But um you don't uh, your focus needs to be what do I do now that is in the best interest of these children. And so I think if there's anything else that's bothering you, we need to bring it up, talk about it. Um, is, uh, is there anything else like that or, or just anything that is a challenge to you that it's hard for you to get past? So I, I understand that... Um that I know um, that it's not my fault. However, there are moments where, like you mentioned, I do have those moments where I think, you know, what if I would have come home earlier? What if I wouldn't have had an argument? Um, and just I kind of replay the day, and I would wish to go back and, and change a couple of things that could have changed the outcome. And just a few days ago, I had a situation where I thought over and over again that same day and just many scenarios in my head. And, you know, and it just came down to the point where I um, felt as if I cannot move forward anymore, um, and especially without him because he was my main support despite of the situation that we were going through. He was a support. He was a, a great person. Mm -hmm. um, and so... You know, to be now alone and not have him, and I know that I'm not going to see him ever again, it's mm -hmm. been really hard. Um, and at some given point, I really felt like, what's the point of me here if he's not around either? You know, and it, yes. at, at some point, I snapped out of it as well, and I felt a little selfish. But at the same time, I've been feeling very empty. Mm -hmm. When you have shared heart-to-heart heart and shared at a, a deep level. Um, obviously, we, we don't have that kind of deep sharing with most people. And so, of course, it, it would leave a void. Now, I thank you for being very candid, um, sweetheart, because what you're talking about is purpose in life. Um, you can feel like, well, I, I you know, what, what, what is there to go forward with? I will tell you what is vital. 
you have four children and how you are used in their lives, the values that you have, the way you can influence them can make all the difference in the world. And the reason that it is imperative that you keep in mind, okay, I feel alone, and you do feel alone from a, as you said, a partner situation. He is not alive any longer. But you are not alone. Um, you will have the most influence at this point, more than likely, than anyone for a period of time in the children's lives. Usually the mother is the most significant up until, um, I'm going to say, puberty, even in a boy's life. It switches for boys um, to to a, a dad, usually after puberty. Now, let me let me ask: uh, is is one of these or two of these? Or tell tell me which ones are boys and girls? My ten year old and my nine year old are boys, and my okay. two year old and my one year old are the girls. Okay. So. Uh, Again, it's natural for the the mom in the home to have great influence on these boys. Of course, you will for, for the girls. Um, let me ask, who also is in your life in a significant way? I, I'm clear that you live in New York, but do you have... Or is there any family that is nearby uh, where you're living? Um, no. Um, so the, the apartment that we shared, it was just him and I and our children. Um, and then mm -hmm. the borough that we, we live, um, we don't have anyone. Um, our family okay. lives in another borough. Okay, so you mean that they do live, live in... Um, uh, in still in New York, though. Yes, mm -hmm. it's still in New York. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, um, are they a positive influence, or I should say it this way, do you connect with them? Well, um, my family side, uh, I do with my mother and my and an aunt and two of my cousins. Um, and yes, and a one of a close friend of mine. Uh -huh. Okay. And are you close to the? You said your mother, two cousins, your aunt. Are you somewhat close to them in terms of heart and talking and being with them? Yes. Uh huh. So you consider them a positive influence. Yes, I do. Mm -hmm. Okay. And is there any, are there any males in your life uh, that would uh, be a part of 
even like for example um okay i did not have a father uh present i had a father but it was a painful upbringing for me and um but i had two uncles i had actually three uncles and i just think of i had a positive view of males because of and my brother was a, a year older but because my dad didn't live with us um i had thought and and really thanked god many times for the the fact that i had uncle jimmy with the reputation of he had never no one had ever heard him say an unkind word about anyone which is extraordinary there was my uncle charlie and for some reason he he's the one who really took interest in me um and i i watched how uncle jimmy he was a scout leader and was a very positive influence on my brother and on me but i had positive uncles and i'm asking because if if there is uh any male interaction that that your boys could have uh is there someone that comes to mind that is a positive influence that's a male for your boys well as a male it's um someone i consider as a stepfather who's been a family friend for Good. quite some time okay i think it's helpful for when there is this situation for you to even verbalize and say i i really would appreciate male interaction um one on one with each of the boys because they they're they're going to want you know the hand on the shoulder the hand around the shoulder um the interaction of any kind just personal attention and for you to ask for that help i think can be very significant it is uh it's a need that we all have and i think for you to to have also that positive affection toward them do you have a heart for people who are hurting and broken you want to throw them a lifeline but sometimes you just don't know how lifeline to hope is a brand new one of its kind caregiver training designed just for you using video based instruction from leading experts plus relevant case studies and interactive exercises you can discover how to effectively provide support encouragement and spiritual care the ultimate goal is to connect lives in crisis with a new or renewed life in christ This 10-week Lifeline to Hope program can train and deploy a small effective group of caregivers in your church and community. Be the person in your church that brings together caregivers to become better equipped to meet the hurting. Discover more at lifelinetohope.org. lifelinetohope.org
If you're looking for a place to find encouragement and guidance, check out junehunt.org. That's where you can find June's practical, biblical resources, including June's books and Bible studies on a variety of topics like anger, depression, forgiveness, addictions, relationships, and more. June's resources offer biblical hope and practical help for all of life's challenges. They are great for personal study and growth and equipping you to help others. At junehunt.org, you can also find June's music, her translated books in Spanish, and keep up with all the latest news and interviews with June. And if you've missed an airing of Hope in the Night, you can access the broadcast archives from this site and search for specific topics. At junehunt.org, there's also a place to donate and support us financially to help more people find practical guidance from God's Word through our radio broadcasts, biblical resources, and more. We're grateful for your prayers and support, and we hope you'll check out the resources for you at junehunt.org. Welcome back. I'm Jeff Oliver, and you are listening to Hope in the Night. We're a ministry of hope for the heart. We'd like to thank you for your prayers and support of this ministry. By the way, we are a crowdfunded mission, and uh, we exist because of financial support of those of you who listen. And as June mentioned uh, in our in our opening segment today, it is her birthday coming up, and uh, that is on New Year's Eve. Uh, is that right? You've got another one coming, and that's great. And you know what some people choose to do, June? I know that over past years that they will give a, a, a dollar, five dollars, whatever it is per year of your birth. So that, therefore, most people who've been listening know how old you are, if you don't mind that. How old are you, will you well, be? This? I, I, I am 77 right now. Yes. I and don't s- feel that way, but I am. <laughs> And, and you, you have uh, have the energy of a twenty year old. I don't know how you do it, but but <laughs> so seventy eight. If people would like to give uh, per year of your age, or however they'd like to do that, so uh, that's but, very thoughtful. But if people don't don't know, you know what we do a lot of times here at Hope for the Heart and in the on the radio program Hope of the Night is we we give things away. We give uh, resources. So Go much of that. I mean, on all the time we're doing that. Yeah. Yes. And uh, you will often sign those things and, and hand, you know, turn them over to somebody if they need a particular resource. Or we send mm-hmm. resources each night to each night's caller. Uh, we have podcast conferences. We just want to reach out uh, to as many people as possible with biblical hope and practical help. So people can do it this way. They can go to the website, hopefortheheart.org slash donate. That's hopefortheheart.org slash donate. Very easy ways to give there. And also uh, they can call our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE. That's the same number we uh, use for uh, people getting resources, but if you'd like to give so that others might get those resources, uh, would be uh, the, a great way to do that. Again, 800-488-HOPE for our customer support team. Anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, so they can get in touch that way. So, uh, happy birthday. And, uh, thank you. We thank I you to appreciate our, it. Yeah. Well, thank you to our listeners for giving and supporting the work of Hope for the Heart. Well, let's get back to our caller for tonight, and we welcome. Uh, we are back to our conversation with Rachel. Well, my friend, um, I want you to know that I've sent now for you to receive our material on grief. And I'm going to share something here. Grief is the painful emotion of sorrow 
It's caused by uh, either the loss, and sometimes it's even the impending loss, uh, when it is expected, uh, like with my mom when she had liver cancer, and I knew she would be dying and uh, because she had terminal illness. And my hardest time was before, actually, she died. But my point is that anything that has deep personal meaning uh, to you, and grief is a process. It's not just over when there's a funeral or uh, grieving has no set time frame. And the Bible says there is a time to grieve. A t- there's a time to mourn. And that means that it is normal for there to be, uh, and I'm going to say at times, overwhelming emotion. Um, it is normal that there would be times of tears um, and even not knowing which way to turn because this was not expected. You, There was no thought that he would be gone from your life. And all, but, but I can just say this, this is, and this is usually important. The other night when we talked, you, I asked if you wanted to humble your heart and receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. You said yes. And we had a prayer that you prayed and t- to receive Christ in your life. Now, He is with you. His Spirit, the Spirit of Christ, indwells you. And you're going to be counseled. And this is told, explained in the Bible. There are a lot of people who don't know the Bible, so there's no way you would know this because that's not been your your past. But I want you to realize that when you don't know which way to turn, the Lord who lives in you does know the way for you to turn. And the more dependent you are on Him, you know, when we hear the word dependence, a lot of people go, oh, that, you know, I don't want to be, to have a dependency. There's a good dependency and a bad dependency. Um, the good dependence would be for you to be dependent on the Lord who is living in you, the Lord who will ultimately counsel you, and He knows already the challenges you're going to have because He is all-knowing. That's one of the characteristics of God. God knows all. He is all-powerful. And when you come to a fork in the road, you will want to say, Lord, I don't know which way to go. Um, You know which way I should go. I choose to live dependent on you. And I'm going to ask if you'll give me a heaviness of heart if it's the wrong way to go. Uh, Give me peace 
in my heart for what is the right way to go. And he can give you what it's called a peace that passes all understanding. The Bible says that, that you will, you'll, you'll experience at times a peace that passes all understanding. That doesn't mean peace without pain. You can have pain and yet still be at peace. And the, the Bible says you will grieve, but your grief will turn to joy. Jesus said that, and that is a, a that, that's why I'm, it's important for you to know it is normal for you to have pain, for you to have, and it can be all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you could have tears. And I have an idea that you may have experienced that, where you're not expecting to have tears, and all of a sudden the tears come. Is that true with you? Yes, it is. Okay. That's normal. And let me tell you something else that's normal. I can remember going months later into a store. It was like a card store, like a Hallmark card store. And I normally am not in card stores, but I thought, oh, and I was looking, I thought, oh, I like that. I saw a bird's nest with the little eggs, and all of a sudden I had tears. And I, the reason is that little scene of a bird's nest with Four little eggs. It could have been three, but in this case it was four. And that's, there were four. Um, my mother had four children, a son and three daughters. And I was the oldest of the three daughters. But the point is, when I saw the bird's nest immediately, and this was months later, I immediately uh, had tears that welled up in my eyes to the point that I had to literally walk out. Um, I didn't have to, but I, um, it caught me off guard. So there will be unexpected grief that can occur, occur any time, any place, especially when we see something that reminds us of the one so dear to our hearts, the one who no, no longer lives in our lives. So grief visits us at unexpected times, and that is normal. So you will have that, and that would be true for the children. And, you know, it's interesting. Sometimes people are uncomfortable with tears. Well, God made all of us with tear ducts. Tears do not represent um, weakness. Tears are, are merely an expression of, of loss, of, of hurt, 
And so if the, if the kids have tears, then just say, you know, how, you know, let's talk about what you're feeling. Um, how, are, how right now are the kids processing the grief that they would normally be feeling? My nine-year-old, it has been a lot of frustration um, mm -hmm. and then crying as well. Um, mm -hmm. Sometimes wakes up in the middle of the night and comes to me and starts crying and just asks me, you know, why, you know, why did he have to go so soon? Why couldn't, you know, the doctors do anything else? And I constantly am questioned by him. As opposed to my 10-year-old, um, my 10-year-old, he, um, it's very, became more reserved, more quiet. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when I do ask him, like, how are you feeling? Mm -hmm. He just does not want to even respond to me about that and acts like I didn't even ask him that question. Um, but at moments, I do see him that he becomes very teary, but when I do ask him, it's just, you know, what's going on to talk to me, he does not want to. Well, you can just let him know it's normal to have tears. And it's normal to feel, um, be, to feel the loss. It is a genuine loss here on earth. And that's why um, it, it's good for you to understand that they do need to be able to um, have you as a safe person and you know there there are those who will say don't cry mm -mm, that's that's not that's not wise so I'm glad that they have you and and just say tears only are are showing an expression that how much you care so I, I think um, you know you you don't have tears if you don't care if there's no relationship you don't have tears it's because the relationship was endeared and I think this is where both boys need to hear this it is it is normal to have tears because they it, it's kind of like giving honor you're you're saying I love you that much that I would have tears. June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart have an exciting new resource to encourage you and equip you to help others. It's called the Care and Counsel Library, and it's available at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. The Care and Counsel Library has 50 topics in 10 volumes with clear answers from God's Word and practical solutions to real-life issues. It is the culmination of decades of ministry from the compassionate, relevant guidance of June Hunt. This library includes volumes such as grief and loss, abuse and trauma, depression and suicide, and more. These are excellent training tools for counselors, life coaches, or anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom to address the real issues of life. Learn more and get the Care and Counsel Library at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. That's hopefortheheart.org slash ccl.
As we each solve the puzzle that is our life, we often have questions we can't answer. Usually, they're little nagging questions, but sometimes they're larger. So large, in fact, the answer or even the question itself can have life-changing consequences. June Hunt believes the best answers to these tough questions come from God himself, and he's given us those answers in the Bible. For more than 20 years now, June has helped callers find these biblical answers and apply them to their lives. You can talk with June on her radio program, Hope in the Night, about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or another concern in your life. Call 800-NIGHT-17. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call now, 800-644-4817. You are listening to Hope in the Night. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we'll get back to our caller in just a moment. If you have questions or concerns about any of the topics that we bring up here on the program, we'd like you to call customer support at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And what they can do is just uh, talk to you about maybe uh, whatever struggle you might be having. Uh, Maybe there is a resource that you heard about and you want to ask for that by name, and they will help you get the right resources. We have so many of uh, our free resources online, and uh, you can get a lot of information that way. They're even kind of put together as as short uh, Bible studies on uh, just a few pages, but Bible studies uh, on various topics, they're available, and they can be sent right to your email inbox. We have uh, resources, too, that you can uh, purchase and order there from customer support at 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. You can also email them at customersupport at hopefortheheart.org. That's customersupport at hopefortheheart.org. Now, uh, let's return to our conversation with Rachel. I have a thought that you might want to consider since it's uh, Christmas is around the corner. Is there something, or, or are you going to have something that would be like a Christmas tree uh, or something like anything that you're going to have any decoration? Um, so prior to um, his passing, um, we were going to buy a new tree. Um, mm. And also my daughter's birthday is on December 24th, so we were planning to have um, what to do for her birthday, her, her third birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, but after his passing, I just, everything just went, for me, it, it just, I, I, I went blank. I, it just went out the window, and I have not even given him a thought. Um, and even just today, I had someone mention that next week is Christmas, and I did not even realize how close that was either. Yes. Well, sometimes there could be something that would be like a little something that they could put in a window and I'm I don't have it in mind 
but sometimes there could be something that he owned that would be a part of a little just like a like a little ornament um, for this Christmas time it would be helping the boys just put something up that, that that's just a thought um, and it would it, you know it could be something minor that he had that he possessed some so so that they have something specific to do that they could make if if that's appropriate um realizing that grieving is is natural um be and not that not that the one year old would be able to be tracking many times a three year old which she'll she'll be three uh it depends on where what she can comprehend um that usually I'll, i'm going to be very candid it many times when there is a pet in the family that's the first time a child can really identify with death and it is um but, but without having any experience with death children sometimes have they they don't uh identify with what has happened does that make sense Yes, it does. Yeah. So you all of you, you are all at different places, but um, it is it is vital that uh, you feel the freedom to have the emotion that you naturally would have the sadness, heaviness of heart sorrow and that is absolutely normal but you are are not spiritually alone the lord is going to be giving you counsel and he will use other people uh there will be people who he can bring into your life who have wisdom and so I, I know at this time you had plans, and yes, um, it, it is tragic that um, he overdosed and uh, it caused his death. But since that is the situation, um, the, the, the Lord will enable you to have strength and but he he wants to bring people into your life that will come alongside you. And that's why I talked the other day about the possibility of a church where the kids are with other kids, and that can help them. And and there could be children leaders, um, and then later youth leadership that help kids and uh, there are other parents who will have gone through what you are going through right now and they can have a wonderful 
uh, influence. Uh, I just know many times because I had been a youth director, and I there were you know heartbreaking situations that families would go through with the death of a loved one, and um, so at at some point. Uh, I know that we were wanting to send you some recommendations in that vein, just if, you know, when it's the right time. Is that, does that part make sense? Yes, it does. Okay, because, you know, the church is a, can be a precious place of healing, not just any church, though. If, it's, if they really teach the Bible... And the children can respond phenomenally. It can be such a help because children leaders, they are compassionate. They, uh, they care. And that you, you know, it's precious when there can be sometimes you meet someone who's wise and it's, it's not taking the place of your mother, because I know you have a mother, but there can be like a, a spiritual mother who is able to help you in your life. And I, 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 uh, there's a scripture that I've paid a lot of attention to. It's in the book of Proverbs. In, in the Bible, there are, they call them books, they're it's like a, a large chapter, but uh, these are books of the Bible. And uh, in there is the book of Proverbs. Proverbs has wisdom. It's, that's the uh, main focus of the book of Proverbs. And in there, the Bible says, He who walks with the wise grows wise. The person who walks with the wise grows wise. And I think it will be very good for you to pray that God will send you wise friends, wise people that, and the Bible even talks about, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another so for you to have a wise friend and have wise friends, plural, one of the best places that you could find wise people that would influence you in your life would be at a, a biblically-based church where they present not just Jesus but the Word of God and Jesus is, again, God, the Son. And He literally has come to live in your heart. The Bible says, God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son that whoever would believe in Him, to rely upon Him, to entrust their lives to Him, would not perish but have eternal life. And you have an opportunity when there are others who are authentic Christians, who are wise, that, that uh, 
you can be influenced by them. I remember the difference it made when I, who knew nothing, and all of a sudden um, I was exposed to people who, who were wise, some youth leaders, and I never ex- experienced anything like that. But it made such a difference because I didn't know uh, how I didn't know how to live. I didn't know what to do, and uh, mine was not a death situation, but it was a very um, kind of a bizarre background, and I I didn't know how to respond. But God knew what I needed, and God knows what you need. So I want to encourage you to also be aware um, that there will be times, my friend, when, like, when when is the birthday? What was his, your your partner that you were with? Uh, what, what was, what is his birthday when he was born? He was born on August tenth, nineteen eighty-six. Okay. Well, I'm just thinking there are times when you need to prepare if there's an occasion. All the way from, I'm going to say, um, Valentine's Day. That can be a tender time for you or any anniversary. And what you do is you say, Lord, um, I know this could be a tender time for me. Um, Put into my mind how to think and look for what you can thank God for. Uh, for, Because by the way, through this, he will stretch your capacity for compassion you will have a sensitivity to reach out to others unlike you've ever had before I know many widows like in that situation where all of a sudden because the loss of someone very dear to them now they their hearts are stretched with compassion so This will be used in your life, but most of all, God loves you. He knows what you need, and He will provide your need the more and more you're dependent on Him. We will send resources out to tonight's caller, and we do that free of charge. That's because of your generous support of this ministry. If you'd like to give to keep those resources going out to people and uh, to keep this program on the air, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash donate. We thank you. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And our materials and recent programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also, find our programs wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope. Hope.